Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. All right, time to get that bear awake. Absolutely. Uh, tonight is a special night. It is the first, uh, actually the last show, show number 67, the last traditional radio show that we are doing um, on the air here at KFCO Radio. Uh, some of you all know, folks, most of you know, KFCO Radio is either um, shutting down and or getting sold. And so the future is unknown. But we're going to use tonight as an opportunity to actually um, scale up our impact. Um, I'm actually in the process right now of opening a Twitter Spaces and um, I, I set set a Twitter space for tonight. Some of you might know what Twitter space is. It's like an open dialogue forum. You can start a space um, on a topic and you can actually get you know, a thousand listeners um, paying attention to your space. So um, I'm on Twitter spaces. Um, I'm on, we're going to be talking tonight. The same topic that we're talking tonight. Um, show number 67 is Wake the Bear. All, are all conspiracies proven? or all conspiracies proven, says Musk, about Twitter anyways. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then we've got another kind of sub-theme there. We're pulling from the Bible, you know, the book of Judges. It just seems a little bit like the book of Judges. You know, everybody doing what is right in their own eyes instead of doing what is right. Absolutely. Um, so. And, and uh, our co-host Chris is out of town, and so uh, it's just going to be two of us holding down the fort, but Chris, um, she'll be sorely missed, especially for the last one in the station, but right. she did some uh, research for us. She, she is a researcher, and that's yes. one of the great strengths that she has. She has many strengths, but that, that's one of them I really appreciate is uh, she'll come with a, just a stack of papers of research. And um, and then you know it's condensed down uh, to little bite sizes for the rest of us. So right. good stuff, good stuff. Well, maybe we should start with just some small news. Of yeah, all what's the, things the small news? What's the small news going on? So while you're setting that up, yeah. I'm just going to keep going down. I'm just going to go down a bunch of things. So uh, what what happened this week? Well, one of the things that uh, I heard today was actually uh, the congressman elect um, George Santos, a Republican from New York, a representative. And anyway, apparently he got caught lying about everything about his life, um, you know, and he says, oh, I did, I do, you know, everyone does stupid things. And basically he lied about um, his work resume, his experience. He, you know, he made up this story uh, even about his marriages wow. or marriage, you know, just, just this front. Uh, then, you know, apparently he claimed to be Jewish and they, and then he's like, well, no, Jew dash ish, like, you know, kind of like a Jew like ish, like, like kind of, a Jew. Yeah. Like he's that, not that Jewish, like that TV series black ish, you know, it, it's oh, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, and, and then, so he says, Hey, I'll do a good job. You know, I've got the, you know, I got elected and it won't make any, you know, I won't make any bad choices. Uh, once I'm in. It's like, no, your character is completely compromised. Just if you have to lie to get in, then I don't trust you. And I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Get out. Get right. out. We're, we're done with that. Right. So I'm in a black pill mood today. I, I just was uh, <laughs> It started early. You know, the storm was coming in, a rainstorm. Oh, and I, I looked for it all week to go kiteboarding. I was just going to take advantage of the south winds. And I get there. I get my wetsuit halfway on. And it's early in the morning. And I forgot my surfboard. And I'm like, oh, and it was supposed to be an hour left. And anyway, it just it didn't oh, work out. Gosh. So it set me off for the rest of the day. Well, but, I'm uh, sorry to hear that. I, you know, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's hard. Sometimes you got to get out of that black hole that you get in. I mean, it's just discouraging to be a, a warrior. There's times you just got to sharpen that axe and get out there and do like what you're doing, you know, surfing and just getting out, you know. Yeah, it, it helps. Get out of your head, right? Because there's a lot of warfare going on, spiritual. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's changed the way I even what I watch. You know, I watch stuff my wife likes now. I'm like Hallmark and and uh, The Chosen. Oh, my gosh. Uh, episode three of uh, season three. Just saw it. Oh, it was so good. But man, I, it just really does something. I even dreamt about it that night. Really? Yeah, I dreamt uh, I was with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it was the actor, so he looked just like. Oh yeah. gosh! But uh, it was yeah. If you haven't seen the Chosen, I would definitely suggest uh, investing the time and watching it. It's free. So anyway, but yes, you know, you don't want to trigger yourself with too much. There just seems to be so much going on, and you go, and you see like judges and stuff. And we'll get into it. You know, the whole Carrie Lake thing is like she oh my presented gosh. her case, but we'll wait to get onto that. But uh, that's just one of many, many things. You know, so. 
Well, I mean, tonight's really going to be talking about, you know, conspiracies being proven. Um, you know, Musk even saying, you know, all of the things about, you know, I would love to play that audio. You got that audio pulled up and want to hear what he, he actually said, you know, is there any conspiracy about Twitter that didn't prove to be true? Yeah. He actually uh, said recently on camera about conspiracy. I mean, to be totally frank, um, almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Is there, was there anyone that didn't turn out to be true, he said? And then he goes on and says, basically, you know, like, um, well, they're, they're truer and people truer than they were in people's mind. So it's some people had some suspicion, you know, they suspected it, but now they really know it. Yeah. A lot truer. Yeah. So, so this week was what? Uh, seven, eight, no, eight, nine and 10, eight, nine and 10. Yet down 10 broke, um, at six thirty um, AM yesterday. Okay. And it was all over the place. And, um, it was picked up by another journalist who is, was, um, I think his name was Zwig. Yeah, yeah, Zwig, David Zwig, Zwig, Z W E I G, and basically the Twitter file drop says that the tw shows how Twitter rigged the COVID debate by censoring info that was true but inconvenient to the U.S. government policy. Number two, they rigged the debate by dis discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed with the the major narrative. And they suppressed ordinary users, including some um, sharing the CDC's own data. So that's pretty, that's pretty heinous. I mean, we all knew that that was going on, right? We all knew that this, you know, that, that these were, we just did we couldn't prove it. And now that Twitter, you know, now that he, uh, Elon uh, illuminated all of this, it's all getting out there and it's actually proved being proven to be true. Oh yeah. It was, I, he went down, I think he had, I, I read at least 26 points. So 40, had, there's 40 points 40. on 40. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we'll, we'll post it on our, on our, um, show, our notes, no, show sure. notes at the end. If you haven't seen them yet, that's at uh, wake the bear radio.com. And speaking of that, we might as well bring that up because yes. you know, from day one, when we've been doing these shows, we have always had a web presence. So we right. we're on rumble clout hub Podbean. um, tried a little bit of YouTube and I got kicked off after three strikes. Um, but yes, we are on uh, wakethebearradio.com. So you can listen to us anytime. And uh, definitely would like you to do that. Um, and the show notes are there too. So anything that we say that might sound outlandish, well, we, we've got to back us up. Back, you know, we don't, don't believe us. Go look it up for yourself. Exactly. Right? Examine it on your own. Um, and we're going to be shifting since it's the last week here that we're actually going to be on a traditional radio. We'll be shifting. We're, we're actually using this as an opportunity to scale up our impact on the online um, and reach out to um, the massive audience that it, there is online. I mean, radio has its place. And we want to make sure also tonight that we're going to take some calls. So um, if you want to talk, share your thoughts on uh, either uh, Carrie Lake's loss in, of um, the court case or if you want to talk about Elon Musk and his exposing Twitter number, Twitter files number 10, um, those are the topics. We'd love you to call in at 479-1080, 479-1080. It's an 831 area code, 479-1080. Call into KSCO Radio, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, if you agree with us, or if, especially if you disagree, because we love a little clash, a little back and forth, a little, um, that's how we learn and grow. So, um, yeah, please call in um, and share your thoughts on, on Musk or on Kerry Lake. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, David had also mentioned in the Twitter, he said, uh, Twitter suppressed views, many from doctors and scientific uh, experts that conflicted with the official positions of the White House. As a result, legitimate findings and questions would have, exp um, would have explained the public debate went missing. You know, are you a victim of it? You may want to ask yourself, right. you know, there were so many people that, one, we, a lot of people fell in fear. Like, I mean, I, I remember even my wife saying, you got to wash the vegetables from the grocery store. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll do it for you. It, <laughs> this is crazy. But it, it whipped a lot of people up into fear. And there was no counter voice. There was no one saying, no, this is not what this is. This is not, oh, you know, you can take this, ivermectin. You know, HCQ, uh, you could take, uh, what is it, the uh, iodine, uh, paradigm, uh, 
nasal rinse at the end of each day and you'll be fine. Yep. It'll Remedies that many. people have been using for hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, Ivermectin has been using for 40 years. HCQ been using for 40, 50 years. Like it's been around forever. And they were, those are provenly healthy drugs to yeah. be used. And they're cheap. And then, of course, we all know that if there was a drug that was effective, then the vaccine industries that made the experimental jabs couldn't get their emergency use status. If there was another drug that worked, then they couldn't get an emergency use status. So it's all about money driving this whole thing. And it's interesting because both the Trump administration and the Biden administration were were asking the asking Twitter to to stifle the opposite voices. So this is not a um, a one sided debate. This is not a partisan issue. This is you know the U.S. United States government pressured Twitter and other social media platforms to elevate certain content and to suppress other content about COVID nineteen. Think about that. Think about that. Our government. So, so here's Twitter, and they're supposed to be a neutral platform where people can debate and discuss opposing ideas, and the federal government shut down all opposing ideas on this subject matter. I mean, like you even said, doctors, like flat-out doctors. I mean, it was somebody asked a doctor and said, hey, you know, do I need to wor be worried about my kid getting sick, or what about someone who's already had COVID? And the the... The doctor said, no, you don't have to worry about your kid getting, you know, it's like, it's not, they're not at high risk. And if they've already had it and, and, and he basically said, you know, telling everybody they must get vaccinated is as dumb as telling every, nobody should telling everybody that nobody should get vaccinated. It's all case by case. It's basic. And he was totally shut down. His voice was totally shut down. Yeah. And, and what's the public to think too, you know, when they only heard one voice and it was the propaganda voice. That's what becomes truth in people's minds. So I, I can understand why people got fearful and, and things like that. But, you know, it's coming out now. And there were people that, that withstood it right up front. And they were laughed at. They were ridiculed. Um, you know, even to the point where I think it was celebrities saying, you know, I hope you, I hope you cough, you unvaccinated people, I hope you cough all over your grandparents and kill you know, them, right? Kill them for the man, holidays, you know. Evil stuff, it's man. It's just, it got so, yeah, people got worked up. But, you know, now people should be really angry about they got played like a violin. I mean, they totally got played. Yeah, people, and and, and it's okay to be righteously angry. Yeah, and then make that change how you let because th this should never happen again. This should never ever yeah. happen again. The 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 perfect storm where they you, they censored voices and so there was not dialogue. I mean, and this is the other thing that came out. There was actually contractors, like Twitter actually contracted with moderators in other countries like the Philippines, like number 16 says that, um, non-experts to adjudicate tweets on to complex topics like mitocarditis and mask e efficacy with data that was uh, destined, um, excuse me, uh, for uh, like a, a significant error rate. But basically what they did is they said, hey, listen, people in... Um, in the Philippines, we're going to give you, we're going to contract you to moderate our content and they're going to, you're going to moderate content of doctors who are professionals in the field. And we're going to give you like a little tree to follow. And if they say this, then you block them. You say this, then you completely eliminate theirs. And like, so there's people with English, not as their primary language in foreign countries, probably different laws, right? Yeah. Moderating content for Twitter at the behest of the federal government. Well, it's cheaper than AI. You know, if you have to develop AI for that, it's just like, hey, get a bunch of people. You pay a minimum wage because they're in another country. Well, they did. Uh, they did develop AI. They had algorithms and uh, artificial intelligence doing it as well, but it wasn't yeah, perfect. Yeah, it wasn't perfected right. yet. Yeah. I, it's just, it, it stinks to high heaven. I am so glad Elon is uh, exposing this, you know, and it, it's, a, it's a big I told you so. Mm -hmm. I like that meme, you know, it's got a picture of Trump and it says it's beginning to look a lot like, like I, I told you, you so. so. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, also, what was it, uh, Twitter Files 9? Um, they talked about the, the involvement with Twitter and um, the Pentagon. Right. Yeah, Pentagon had a disinformation wing would tell them what to do and what to say. I mean, it almost sounds like Twitter was even strong-armed at some point, you know, because uh, some of the – there was well, some pushback. They were paid. They were paid millions of dollars, but they called it reimbursements. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, the Pentagon, the CIA, and the, our government paid Twitter moderators to do put the content they wanted them to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's all this whole kind of like clout, you know, like – 
I, I even know somebody in the church community that like was like, hey, yeah, I've got like a CIA member in my church and he told us that da, 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 da. And it was almost like this weird, like, inside you know, scoop. I've got the inside story to people of power. So therefore I'm cool and I'm smarter than you. And so we're going to do this. And I, you know, that's what they were doing with Twitter. It's like, Hey, we're, we're X CIA. We're, we're active. We were in the CIA before we were in the FBI before, you know, so we know the inside scoop. And so you should do what we tell you. Yeah. It's a natural desire. I think people on both sides, they, they want to be the first. That's why you get all these people that do predictions. You know, They're like, this is going to happen. I heard this, the inside scoop. They want to be the first one to tell it. It's just like, you it's know. It's ego. It is. It's just kick back and see what happens. You know, Take into account, but don't, don't be uh, shooting, uh, you know, shouting from the rooftops what you think is going to happen because then you discredit yourself. That's why we try to be very careful what we say. And there's things that we believe that turned out to be wrong. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of stuff we believe that turned out to be right. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, if I would say almost up, we're up like 17 to zero almost in in many situations here. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between a conspiracy theorist and someone telling the truth? They say it's about six months, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's. That's probably all we need to cover for Twitter, unless you have anything more. Basically, the gist is that the COVID narrative was completely controlled by that. You only heard one story, and it probably had an effect on you. You I love this one. Um, Here's a a tweet from Donald Trump, and the federal government asked them to, um, to shut down his tweet. And this is what it said. I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling great, doing good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed, under the Trump administration, some great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. And a moderator was asked to take it down. And he said, well, you can't really moderate optimism. I mean, yeah. that's basically all he's saying is be, right. be optimistic. Don't be scared. There's there's options out there. And the, the, the mentality was, no, don't have no hope except the vaccine. This experimental drugs that that Pfizer's created, you know, that's going to make them trillions of dollars. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned myocarditis. You know that uh, I think last week we said, um, you know, it went up four thousand seventy percent. I mean, if you look at the. You know, year to year to year, there's a huge spike, right. you know, right when the vaccines came out. It's, it's, it's just, it is really sad. The, the only scary. thing it could be yeah, is that people's heart, the vaccines. Well, the, like we it. said last couple of weeks, the embalmers, man, they're just saying, hey, we never seen this stuff. We're pulling rubber bands out of people's veins, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, and the way you check that is get your D-dimer test. Take a D-dimer test and you'll figure out if you have some clotting or some buildup in those veins. So... That might be something you might want to look into. That's good. It's good information to know. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's skip over to the lake loss here. I mean, um, I think this is a big deal. Uh, you know, we'll start taking calls in about 10 minutes. But, you know, what do you, I have a couple of questions. You know, how do you, how do you think, you know, first of all, was there enough time for Carrie Lake to make the case? They only gave her like two days notice that she was going to be going to court. And then I think they only gave like, was it a few hours in the courtroom? Yeah, it's almost like they weren't a few days. She was, yeah, just a few days in the courtroom. So they don't feel it was like they almost seems like they kind of decided before they even listened to the evidence, because they, in my opinion, I, I think that she legitimately made her case a very strong case. Oh, I mean, the weird thing yeah. was like the judge threw out like eight of her 10 points right off the bat, just yeah. threw them out and then only looked at two points. Yeah, I mean, some of them included the observer's testimonies that 90% of the mismatched signatures were were accepted. So, I mean, they threw that out. And it was like, well, these are your eyewitnesses here. You're just throwing out eyewitnesses. You're not even going to allow them to share what they experienced under oath, you know. So the whole thing stinks. I mean, it just... I don't know. I mean, obviously, I want Carrie Lake to one because she would unravel the whole country's you know, fraud, fraudulent elections. Uh, so she's like the pin, you know? Well, and she's a MAGA Republican, right? She's a, you know, yep. she's more of a, a MAGA than she even is a Republican because the Republicans are sold out to the establishment. She's not an establishment person. I mean, I, I remember when Carrie Lake, I think it was the night I saw the day next day when she basically quit her job on the air. She was a radio, oh, yeah. a radio investigator. And she said, I'm quitting my job today because these suckers over here won't let me actually report the news and they're telling me what I have to report and they're not letting me report what's actually taking place and I'm done. I just let everybody know I'm, I'm, 
I'm quitting today. Oh no! And let me finish this last segment, and then I'm done. <laughs> it was just like right alive on it. It was like awesome. She, and she's a firecracker like that. And you know, so you know, she's been like. I think that's why they hate her is because she's she she is against the establishment. She's pushing back. She's a people. She's for the people. She's she's a, a, a principled person. And all of these swamp creatures don't like principled persons because it makes them it points a finger in their own heart at their own darkness. Right. Yeah. And, and so. It makes you want to think about your own views. Like, what what am I supporting here? If, why are so, so many people so violently against people like Donald Trump, who says he's against the establishment? People like Carrie Lake, who says she's against the establishment. Does that mean if you don't support them that maybe you are for the establishment? establishment? Yeah. I mean, because people will... You know, they'll say, oh, this this person's bad. You know, they go down the whole list. With oh, yeah. Trump, they'll say, you know? oh, they're against democracy. Like, no, they're not against democracy when they're if they're against if they're against the establishment. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, even, you know, the steel dossier. Let's just take Trump, for example. You know, everyone jumped on the steel dossier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be, you know, true, true. Russian collusion and stuff. And the PP tapes. Right. Right. Some hookers and a you know, peeing or something. I don't right. know. It was just weird. Stormy Daniels. Remember that yeah. one? Oh, for <laughs> sure. True. Oh, yeah, for sure. And her lawyer was like, yep, yep. He's going to be he should be the next president. president. And now he's in jail. Yeah. But- and, and, and then you've got what the impeachment number one, impeachment number two. You know, and, and now they have the Trump taxes. I, let me let me just do a spoiler alert for you. Yes. Okay. They're not going to find anything. Okay. Trump pays like the highest lawyers in the country to do his taxes. Right. When he's running, he was going to run before 2016. I think that it was even 2012. You were saying. Uh, yeah. Some people. You know, and, some people. There's a there's a whole narrative that says that the military asked him to run in 2012, and he didn't. He chose to do in 2016. So. Right. And so he had plenty of time to prepare. You know if you're going to run for president and you're going to run against the establishment and that's what they were going to have him do, that you better have your house in order. Yeah. So they're not going to find anything. So another nothing burger. But you know what he did do? And this is why I believe Donald Trump is actually a genius, not not some dumb, stupid guy like the left wants to say. He is actually genius and he's played you. What he did is he said, I'm going to resist giving my taxes and you're going to have to take it all the way up to the Supreme Court. Right. Because when you do, it'll be so written in stone if they go that way and they say, yes, we're going to allow you or we're going to force you to uh, show your taxes. Go Not your discovery. personal, yeah. but your your trust and your corporations and all that stuff. And everyone's like, oh, yes, victory. No, he just sets you guys up because uh. now the Supreme Court says, yes, this is okay. And then what what did he do once they took that? He tweeted him or not tweeted, he truthed himself saying, Well, what about Joe Biden? Have you looked in that? And I don't mean it's his a personal. trap. It's a trap. It is. It's totally a trap, man. Totally. It's a, it, if they're gonna take the bait and run with it and they're gonna run it to court, which is how it has the only way they can actually deal with it is as a court case, and then it'll go to discovery and then it'll be tried and all the evidence will be straight up and everybody will see it. Then it's time to like take the Bidens to court. Let's take the Pelosi's to court. Let's take the Schumer's to court. Let's take them all and see all of their taxes. That's right. And the Supreme Court already said it's fair game. Right. So suck us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a that's a setup waiting to happen. Yep. And they were dumb. They fell for it. So that I, I found joy out of. Believe it or not. <laughs> well, I mean the so the thing about the Katie the Carrie Lake and the Katie Hobbs thing is it's just it just I can't believe on this God's good earth that Katie Hobbs who never debated and sat in the basement and who actually ran the election. So she's running the election that she's going, she's in herself. Yeah. I I just can't believe she won. And, and and, and it's only like, I think it was 17,000 votes. I mean, and the lines, the amount of people that were suppressed from voting that day who didn't get it, you know, who were disenfranchised. It just shows me that the, that the Democrats don't really care about voters suppression and vote and, and caring for those who are dis- disenfranchised right. they only care for certain people not to be disenfranchised yeah and they use that as an excuse then to turn around and disenfranchise a bunch of other people because i mean basically if you don't know that they, they proved in the court case that on the day of the election the they changed the parameters for the printing of the ballots to 19 inches on a 20 inch paper and so all of the day voting jammed yeah and all of the early voting didn't jam and of course the democrats told everybody to vote early and vote often and you know 
and get you know get your parents there and even if they've dead died get to turn those ballots in and then the the republicans were saying vote on the day out vote on the day out don't vote till the very last minute and force them to have to actually deal with your votes so they can't cheat it makes it harder for them to cheat if they don't know how many votes they actually have to cheat with yeah and uh so then they turned around and oh okay well we're gonna back up all the lines and and we're gonna we're gonna change the parameters on the printing so that the, the can't they won't even go through the machines and then they put them in that, that was the big deal they put them in a door three box right put those in a door three box and then said hey uh you know we'll 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 we'll, we'll check those later we'll well, we'll take those votes and count them later. And then there was no chain of custody about how many of those votes actually were for us to look back and see if there was actually fraud taking place, right? So the amount of, so basically they didn't count how many ballots were in those door three ballots. So then they moved them to the next place without knowing how many ballots were moved. I mean, and, and it shows basically like a same day voting. If you do it all in one day, it's like three steps of chain of custody. If you do multiple, you know, uh, multiple days of voting and you do it, it it adds like six other steps of chain of custody which creates an opportunity for fraud to happen absolutely yeah it was just uh just a dumpster fire mm -hmm. and you know it was three to one on that last day for every th uh three voters only one was for katie and three were for for uh, carrie really yes so then how, then the question is how many votes were there? and they said twenty four thousand ballot ballots yeah, were easily twenty four thousand ballots were easily provable that they were. Um, and you know what Katie's defense was? What? Uh, her lawyer said, "Well, you know, you had all these days to vote, and you wait till the last minute on the last day to vote. You get what you deserve." Oh my! Gosh. It's like, oh my gosh, are you? I oh, just yeah. it's crazy. That was evil. As if uh, early voting was supposed to be what you're supposed to do, and and now day of voting is bad. That was what it has always been. Anyway, so well, yeah. Well, okay, so a couple more things, um, some facts about the case. So 17,000 votes separated between her winning or losing, Katie Hobbs or uh, Carrie Lake. Um, the, the case that she brought said there was voter suppression, there was election misconduct, which would be the 19-inch the, the ballots, and there was voter disenfranchisement because people came and had to stay, wait in long lines and then couldn't stay for three hours in line and they just had to leave. So the case results that the court and then the court ruled Saturday that the, there was no clear convincing evidence that the outcome of Carrie, uh, Lake's race had been affected by the misconduct or fraud. So not that there wasn't was misconduct or fraud. She had to prove that not only was there misconduct and fraud, which she did, but that it that it actually affected. And Thompson, the judge, said it was an unprecedented in history to set aside an election that he wouldn't do it. So it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, you know, when you go into a case and they say, well, you look at all the evidence and and make a decision based on the evidence. And when you, you know, when you're in a civil case, you know, and you're having jurors, uh, did Thompson like say, all right, if they prove to me that there was some fraud or misconduct, will I consider, you know, halting the um, cert cert certification of the actual, um, you know, of the vote, you know, stopping it. And, and I think, I think he already decided ahead of time. He was premeditated. He just, he yeah. knew that he, he said it was unprecedented. Yeah. If and it's so unprecedented, then why are you even looking at the case? Well, unprecedented, like, he'd be the first one to do it, and uh, he didn't want to be that first he guy. He didn't want to be that He's guy. He's a weak, spineless weasel. Yeah. But, hey, that's just me. Yeah. I, I mean, after hearing the evidence, I, I just think he just buckled. Yeah. She, they only had, she only had two days to get her case and actually only had five hours to present her case. That's what the, the facts are for the trial. So they, they issued the ruling immediately after, almost as though the ruling was already decided. And there was hundreds of pages of testimonies and evidence that were supposed to be considered. And um, it was one of the biggest and most important cases in the country. And it's clear that the judge didn't look at all the evidence because he didn't take the time. He, it was rushed, rushed to verdict. So, yes. So I think it was premeditated. I think, and then he, you know, Thompson threw out eight of the 10 claims immediately, which, you know, included observers' testimonies of 90% of mismatched, mix, mismatched signatures were accepted. So 90% of mismatched signatures were accepted. Yeah. And they, had, they had written testimonies of people saying that, that they saw the, that they didn't match yeah. the signatures. It's just, uh, it's sad to see that, you know. Yeah, Lake basically said, if the people of Arizona saw what constituted a fair signature on the mail-in ballots, I guarantee they would stand up and say no more of this mail-in ballot garbage. It is outrageous what was let through as a real signature by tens of thousands. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, and well, now they're going to have, you know, people like Katie in charge uh, if, if it goes through. And, you know, currently she's trying to run sanctions against uh, Carrie Lake. Uh, she didn't recuse, her, uh, recuse herself from the election. She didn't campaign. She didn't debate. She hid from the people. Right. She has no plan for the border. That border is out of control. I mean, especially in the last week or so, um, it's been crazy. Um, you know, and then she has a person on her staff that actually is an attorney for the cartel. What? Yes. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. She has no, uh, she has no policy. So well, I don't know. she I, shouldn't I'm, be in there. I'm happy that Lake's a fighter. She doesn't give up right away. I think Carrie Lake is, you know, she said she's not, she's standing up for the people and those people who voted and she's, you know, there's a watered down bogus election that happened and other counties have been disenfranchised and the people are asking for explanations of what happened and she's going to fight all the way even up to the Supreme Court. So she is not yeah. backing down. Just keep her in prayer. Yeah. yeah, that's what we need to do. I mean, I think that's the thing for us, you know, that it gets discouraging to see how darkness, how the dark, how, how bad the darkness is, how much the wickedness is out there. Yeah. You can really, I mean, you, you feel like the psalmist who says, you know, how long, O oh Lord, will the, will the wicked, you know, inherit good things? You know, how, how long, O oh Lord, until you write, you know, bring about righteous justice and judgment and, and punish my enemies. There's a, there's a bunch of proverbs in there. Oh, how, yeah. how long will the nations conspire and the kings of earth take their stand against the Lord and against his anointed, you know? So there's, you know, it's like, I, you know, certainly we are not as persecuted as some of the all around the world in China and North Korea, the church here, you know, um, but we certainly, certainly are persecuted. Yeah. You know? And it's getting, the problem is, is if it gets too much worse, it will only get worse. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I was reading a bit uh, with Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah the prophet, and I'm not equating in any way, but I feel like we're, we're doing stuff that's similar. Um, you know, he was a prophet, and I mean, there's verses where it just says time and time again, they uh, they will not listen. Jeremiah is saying they're not listening. You know, he, he spoke for 40 years warning Israel. Wow. Because everybody did, it, corruption was going everywhere. In the courts. In the courts. And yeah. bribes. Yeah, he talked about courts. Yep. Bribes. In the streets, the wickedness in the streets. Yeah. Uh, basically, all the things that we're seeing going on in our country today, Jeremiah cried out to God about and cried out to the people to repent for. And, and basically said, if you do not repent, God is going to raise up judgment from the east, which is bizarre, right? Because the judgment comes from the east. Which countries are in the east? For us. For us. For everybody. Well, everybody's in the east, yeah. But I mean, you're thinking I'm all of the, the far east countries in, yeah. that, in that part of the continent yeah. where it would be like China, China Russia, Russia, Gog, Mega. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, even God knows that they won't listen for Jeremiah. Right. You know, he says, you shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. Whoa. And you shall call them, but they will not answer you. And this is God saying, hey, Jeremiah, get ready. But you know what? He laid um, witness of the truth, and that's what needs to be done. Sometimes you may not convert somebody over or change somebody's mind, but you know what? They are responsible for what they've heard, and you bore witness to the truth. And so that's our job. Our job as in patriots, anybody, you know, whether it's at the grocery store, at the family table, or on a radio station, you know, it's, it's, it's our job to, to, to share the truth. Yeah, speak up. You know, and, and hopefully it's not, you know, just a personal opinion. It, it is based with truth, you know, and, and I believe it is. I think we've done a lot of research, mm -hmm. uh, especially over the last several years, you know. Wow. And so I think, yeah, I'm mean, 67th show. So we've been, um, we started the show over a year ago, you know, yeah, 60 over 67 weeks ago. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people, it's funny. I was talking to the, the ladies before us on the uh, elephant in the room. They said, oh, yeah, how long ago did you guys start? Oh, about a year or so ago. Yeah. So what happened was this COVID shenanigans radicalized a bunch of us. We, we, we got cold water poured on us and woke us all up, you know, there's there's something going on here that is not okay, and our government is really overstepping their their boundaries and violating our rights. And then you start to investigate, and you find out, gosh, how bad it is. And of course, there's lots of misinformation out there too. You have to kind of wade through it and discern through it. But um, yeah, I, for me, it's you know, two two and a half years ago. I woke up and I was spending hours and hours and hours of researching and comparing notes and comparing data and saying, all right, what's true, what's not. And uh, we're we're seeing an unprecedented unprecedented attack globally on the rights of the individual yeah you know it's it's nice we are in a position 
we are in a position now that we weren't in a year or two ago. I mean, with Twitter coming on board right. with truth and stuff like that, we are now finding that, hey, this COVID thing was made up. This COVID thing was a, uh, a psyops, basically. I mean, propaganda and all that stuff. And then why was it there? Well, those same people that were running that psyops was also running the thing against Trump. You know, anything right. that was pro-Trump, get rid of it, you know, censor it. And so it's like, hmm, are these, do these work together? You know, did that, did that pandemic have anything to do with mail-in voting? Hmm. Did it have anything to do with to try to keep the outsider from becoming the president a second time? An outsider meaning he wasn't part of the establishment. Right. Do you think there was a grand master plan that actually COVID was not something that naturally happened, especially when, you know, you had event 21 where they were, or 201, yeah. where they were saying, hey, we're going to have a pandemic. And a couple of minutes, uh, a couple months later, they have a pandemic right. and they have it all worked out. And they were getting it all out ahead of time. Do you think that was part of a bigger plan? Do you think it happened naturally or do you think it was planned? Right. Especially when there's a lot of evidence that they had stuff printed in advance before, way before. Hey, we do have a caller. We have Steve. Let me get him lined up here. Steve from Santa Cruz. Steve, you are on the air. Welcome, Steve. Steve guys, thank you. Um, there's a group of men in this country right now, like Ben Shapiro, Buck, Se Buck Sexton, Rob Carson, you guys, that are willing to not soft sell it, but really willing to take a stand without any fear and talk about the truth of, of of what's happening um i've got a i came up with a theory a, a few years ago and this is what i thought that there would be enough people that would come into the country illegally that all of this eventually eventually the the tide would turn and they would start making the decisions on who came into the country and that's what i'm seeing now with illegal immigration i heard um I heard an announcement on the news the other day that said uh, so-and-so coalition, but no, it was this um, this Title 42 thing, but there's a, actually a coalition to for illegal immigration. There's basically this, this force, literal financial force, economic and, and governmental force to make illegal immigration uh, okay, and you in what universe is is unvetted <laughs> illegal people flowing into the country any good for American people? There is no way for any country. Yeah, right. I mean, for, that, any for yeah, it doesn't matter where they're from. I mean, there's no accountability. I mean, they're just, they're they're driving around. They have they have no resources, and that the burden that they put on the American taxpayer. As far as uh, medical, educational, housing, and on top of this, you got to explain this one to me. The Democrats are incensed about the homeless problem. Um, how does it affect the homeless problem flowing in millions of unhoused people into the country? And drugs. So nobody, yeah, nobody, there's absolutely no benefit um, you know, maybe there's maybe there's a, a shortage of, 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 of a labor shortage on some front. Um, but I think that's more poor management, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, well, Steve, what I'm concerned about is not the ones that are driving around that have no resources. The ones that are driving around that have tons of uh, black resources, bl black dollar resources who are terrorists. I mean, uh, it, it, we all forgot that there was this thing called 9-11 where like you know, 10 guys basically disrupted the entire nation for, you know, I mean, and of course, you know, there's a lot more to it than just just the people that came into the country. But I mean, it doesn't take a lot of people to disrupt the the grid or to you know disrupt our nation, and uh, that's what I'm concerned about. I, I remember, I remember after 9/11, I thought, well, finally, maybe finally they'll secure the border because I remember at the airports, you know, the, these grandmothers from Laguna Beach were being you know being searched because they thought, well, we've got to be got of equal equal representation you know we can't just discriminate who we bother we can't we can't just search guys with beards grab those grab those soccer moms over there and search them you know it's like they were they were so concerned about everybody and now it's like 
hello, oh, and yeah, and also remember when they were so concerned about everybody having a vaccine, right? Yeah. Uh, we couldn't leave our houses for a year. Remember that, like two years ago? Right. Oh, yeah. But yet, but yet two million people can come flying through the border, and it's like, oh, just, you know, no send problem. them over to... Uh, you know, it's, you guys, oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think it's one of the curses of, of disobedience to God. You know, Deuteronomy uh, 28, 30, or 43 says, The foreigner who resides among you will rise above you higher and higher, but you will sink lower and lower. And this was all the curses that wow. came on Israel when they would not follow God. And it's not that uh, an alien or illegal alien are evil in themselves, although there's a percentage of them. I think even a half a percent would put 30,000 uh, really bad people in this country, they say. But um, they're just doing what they, you know, to survive. But it's our side, you know, our policies. And I think they want to bring down the country. You, you know, we are a superpower. We're sovereign. And if we are in that position, you can't have a world government you need to have a we need to have uh the u.s notched down a couple mm -hmm. you know everybody well, even well, and they go over us one last thing if i could yeah i i came up with this theory that basically what they want to do is overwhelm the system their their main goal by flooding the country with people with no resources no education uh no accountability it basically it overwhelms the social social systems the welfare systems, the the, uh, the the prison systems, all of that kind of stuff, and by overwhelming the system, they do want to see the country collapse. Right. Because that way they can put their power, in, they put themselves, they can present it. They want chaos, and right. they want to present. They want to present themselves as a position to solve the chaos. We're the government. We're and here more, to help. Right. More. So you, what we need, you need is more of us. And since we know it's best for you, we're going to stay in power infinitely, indefinitely. So it, it starts to make sense that they're a malevolent force. Well, what it, so pro what it proves here, Steve, is that you know how to put A plus B plus C together and figure out what D is. Uh, it's pretty clear. That's what's going on. I mean, we know that the Open Society with George Soros, that's his plan. That's what he's done. He's actually been banned from his own country of Hungary, right? And, and multiple other countries. you got guys like Bill Gates that have been banned from uh, certain uh, India and uh, places in Africa because of this vaccine vaccines that harmed people. So there's these people that are who do not like America. They want to destroy it and they're doing everything they can. And you're absolutely right. I that that's part of the plan to I mean, if you look at the rules for radicals, Linsky's book, if you look at um, the, the, the communist manifesto or the communist plan to take down America, they're just following all of the, the, the steps you're talking about. Yep. You hit the they, nail on the they head. Also, they see America as a cash cow, this huge financial resource that they can basically just keep taking money out of it, collapse the bank. Hey, so what's your future after tonight? Where are you guys going to be? Where can we hear you? We're going to be on Rumble Live, right? Yeah, Rumble Live. If you go to the website, wakethebearradio.com, we will have buttons to go everywhere you want to go. Uh, we've had videos okay. made. Uh, it's usually on by the next morning uh, for the last year. So we definitely uh, will still be going on strong. And hopefully we will be in another form, even in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you, wake the bear radio. yeah, wake the bear radio. Wake the bear And then you could also email me or Ron or Chris um, at Ron at wake the bear radio.com. And we'll get you on the email list. I, I usually send out an email the day of what we're going to be talking about. So you can. Well, jump. it gives me, it gives me hope. Um, and you guys are, you know, I, I know you sound by your voices. You're, you're younger. And there's a guy that was on before you. you today with, with Dave Michaels, Jim, too. Um, he's he's a great guy because he's this young, brilliant attorney, and he thinks like you guys do in a softer softer version, of course. He has to be a little careful. But, uh, wake the Bear Radio, I got it, I'm going to write it down, and I look forward to more from you. Well, yeah. thank you, Steve. Thanks. It's good to hear from you, and I, I appreciate the call, especially this last opportunity at the station. Yeah. So thanks yeah. for calling right. in. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So, but you know what we told Steve here and everybody out there, you know, get on even right now, just grab your computer, grab your iPhone or what your, your laptop or whatever, and email us at wake the bear radio.com. Um, wake the bear radio.com. You can e email any of us and we'll get you on our, um, our email list and let you know ahead of time what we're, we're going to be talking about and how to, how to stay connected with us. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be good. 
So what? Uh, you know, there's been a lot of doom and gloom, but I don't want to end on that. No. Uh, there is a lot of hope. There's a lot of good things that are happening. I mean, we have a change in the house that's coming up in what a week and a half. And there's going to be a lot of investigations. And guess what? They're not pointed at Trump this time. No, I think, isn't it Jim Jordan that's going to be on the Judicial yes, Committee? He's already Dude, got a list. Jim he's Jordan is on fire. And that guy, oh man, he is rock solid. Yeah, he is. I mean, when he talks, he's quick and he's, I mean, very, uh, he pronounces very clearly what he's, articulate. his intentions. Yep. Articulate. Yes, absolutely. And he's, he's a no, no holds bar guy. He's not going to sit back and just let things happen. He is definitely not a rhino. They, that is a, 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 a traditional, um, independent thinking, um, constitutionalist. And that's re- really what we need. I mean, you know, c- people like Kerry Lake and others that it's just we don't need any more business as usual. I mean, that's why I'm still excited about the Brunson case. I mean, it wouldn't be awesome if like 288 members of Congress get fired and then we have to. I like he was mentioning that we were young. Thank you so much. I'm 50. Yeah. But, you know, would it be nice to have some young blood in there who and then change some of the rules? Like you can only be in office for four years. Then you got to go back to private business and you don't just it's not a way to become, you know, a multi multimillionaire, you know, get in, become, you know, getting into elected official, you know, actually truly being a public servant. Yeah. We got to change that back. That's what's got to happen. Yeah. Spe- speaking of young, it's like uh, like Kevin McCarthy, you know, who is running to be speaker. He stepped down. He's like, I'm dropping myself out of the race for that. Uh, he says, we need somebody fresh. But it might be because he's also being investigated, uh, you know, for all his uh, behaviors. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so he was supposed to be, and he's kind of, I think he's a rhino, right? Yeah, he's a little bit of a rhino. So so it's it's good to get him out. Yeah. So who would you like to see? Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes. Come on, dude. I would love to see Devin Nunes. Especially with his background now with True Social, he'll know how to investigate big tech. And that's one of the things that they would definitely investigate. Yeah, I would love to see Devin Nunes. That's my, my pick if. You know, for speaker. Yeah. And, you know, he's out of California, so not everything is rotten in California. No. Nope. There's some good people. There's some good people. That's a, that's a sign of hope. And I think that's the key is that, you know, we, we do need to trust the plan. I mean, and, and I'm not, when I say trust the plan, I don't mean Q and I don't mean, um, I don't mean Trump's plan. I mean God's plan um, that ultimately we win this battle. I mean, in fact, we, if we stand up for righteousness, we've won the battle already. If we stand up for truth and we don't sit back and let it happen, we've already won a major battle. This is a spiritual war we're in. It's not, and it's not won by just one race. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the, the final race goes not to the hare, but to the turtle, right? Yeah. So yep. it's, it's one step at a time in the right direction. We've allowed, we went to sleep and we've allowed the government in California and the government in this nation to be corrupted you know, and it's gotten sick and you're not going to change it immediately. It's going to take some time. Yep. That's right. You know, part of waking people up is they have to experience the precipice, Yes. you know, and some of this is the pain, the pain. Yeah. And that's what wakes people up, unfortunately. So really, if you look at God's plan, you see how Israel, they only looked to God when they were without hope and everything. As long as we're still being able to binge our movies, go out to eat every other night, drive our nice cars, we're not going to really do much to change. But man, when you start losing those things and it starts really affecting your pocketbook and your wallet, then you start going, hey, you know what? What's what's going on here? What's going on here? And so it's it's a time to really reflect. And this could be a good thing. You know, it's uncomfortable when we go through it. But at the same time, that might be the very best thing it takes to make the change that is needed. You know, part of the Q's plan was that someday they won't even be able to walk down the street. People will be so disgusted with the corruption, so disgusted with the compromise that represented them that they won't even be able to walk down the street. People will say, no, we need to cancel that system altogether and start over. And we need to return. You know, one of my friends said, you know, you, 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 this whole situation's kind of radicalized you, Brandon. And I'm like, you're right. It's caused me to go back to the radius, to the center of who I am as a person, mm. uh, who my God is, who I serve, that, that, you know, not being scared to actually do a Wake the Bear radio, not being scared to talk to people about issues, not being scared to share the gospel with people and tell people, listen, there is a hell and you're on your way to it if you don't turn your life over to the Lord. 
Uh, it's, it's time, folks. It's time to speak out and to say, listen, this country will, be go, will go to hell. It will not last forever. I mean, that's one of the things that the Jews used to always say. Oh, um, Israel will last forever. You know, the, Jerusalem will be here forever. And then it was toppled by the Romans in 70 AD. It, it doesn't take... It, it, um, it really can go the other way. We're in the balance still. And we got to pray. We got to really seek the Lord and say, yeah. God, we cry out to you for repentance. We cry out to you. We confess that we've made our our nation sick by our evil and by our corruption and by our not caring and our complacency. We've, we've failed to do what we should do and we've and, and we've you know done what we shouldn't. There's two types of sin, you know, yeah. omission and commission. Absolutely. And so we, we confess that we're broken. We're a broken people. We're a broken nation. We're a broken state. And we need your help, Lord. We repent. We change our ways. We turn. We decide to follow your way, Lord, and follow your way, Jesus. And and we uh, renounce the works of Satan. We just say we're no longer going to take part in those works. And we, we, we resist his power. Mm-hmm. We resist the power of Satan. And we yield to the power of the Holy Spirit, the good. Man, yes. Yeah, to encourage you over this holiday season, you know, the reason for the season is the birth of Jesus. Get to know him if you don't. And if you do, spend more time with them. You know, that's where peace comes from. I find so much peace. You know, when I dig up all this terrible stuff happening in the world, I get peace just communing with God, you know, just saying, Lord, I know that you're in control and you love us. We win in the end and you're there for us and you love us and you love everybody out there. You care for them, but it only benefits you if it's a two-way. You've got to reach out to him. Well, and really what it comes down to is that if we don't see a repentance, if we don't see a turning, then God's going to give us what we've asked for, which is not him and not him is not good. So let's just, let's just pray. Father, we just want to pray. Father, we just come to you in the name of Mm -hmm. Jesus and we we repent for our nation. We repent for our state. Yes. Uh, California, Lord, this beautiful land that you gave these people, um, you brought people from all over the world to this place, a melting plot pot of beauty of every tribe and every tongue and every nation. Really, America is a picture of what the kingdom is like and what you have is, have planned and have, a, have already established in the heavenlies that one from every tribe and tongue and nation will bow before you someday, Lord. And so America has a special place in your heart. And Lord, we pray that you would not give up on America. You would not give up on California and these 50 states. Uh, we pray that, God, that you would cause us to repent and turn back to you, um, to lay aside our idols and make you our Lord again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, it's been a good uh, a good year plus uh, yeah. being on uh, KSCO, yeah. and we bless wish the them station. yes, bless them. We hope uh, something changes or turns around or whatever. We we hope MZ's been a an amazing person uh, carrying a torch that is hard to carry in this area, yeah. and he's carried it on. He's given this uh, this area a, a voice uh, that's not easily heard. And so we're thankful for that, that he, uh, it was an honor to work with him. Um, we thank you for that opportunity. And we will see you on wakethebearradio.com. Yeah, we'll be on wakethebearradio.com, and we'll be on Rumble Live yes. next week. God bless you. God bless you. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial.